0: This is the Broncos Blitz, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Here's your host, Danny Williams. Back in Wednesday edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast. I am Danny Williams. Jake Meyer, the co-host, produces the product as well. How are you guys? Thanks for being with us. Um, a lot to talk about with the Broncos. It's midweek, it's Wednesday. Yesterday's podcast that was great. I'd go back and listen to yesterday's podcast if you didn't. We got kind of talked through some things, I think, figured some things out uh, for ourselves, uh, not just kind of for the Broncos, um, on you know the potential of them making the playoffs, winning the AFC West, um, and like so much more, just really good stuff. I thought yesterday's podcast was a smash. Today's going to be great as well. Um, um thanks for for rolling with us so jake how are you buddy
1: doing well good radio show it flew by uh we got plenty of stuff to talk about here on the on the podcast as well um i'm feeling good well you know this is um such an awesome
0: sports town denver colorado like the region the rocky mountain region as kind of a whole um it's great man it's it's the best you i've said this a million times i'm sure i've said it before on the on the podcast, we're like, Denver's like a top 16th or 17th biggest market in, you know, in the country. T- definitely a top 10 sports market. Absolutely. The way we care about our sports, the way we, you know, our, 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 our sports and our Broncos and our teams, our front page news. I mean, um, we saw how the Broncos fans traveled to at and stadium. Do you know what? I love that Jake. That was like, that showed me something. And do you know what? That was like revigorated me a little bit that, um, mate went just when I was maybe at my lowest or most downest point on the franchise, there was orange everywhere. We read the quote yesterday from the player who said it was embarrassing. There was so much orange there. Um, that's Jerry most, Jones is pissed about it. Uh, dude, I would say that if there's any stadium that should have more of their own shit, It'd be the Cowboys, these self absorbed fake fans who, the ones who are outsiders, the ones who are there visiting, they're fake ass Cowboys fans too, acting like, you know, like we call them like Knicks fans, acting like they've done something or won something in the last 30 years. So to have all those Broncos um, jerseys and all that orange there, damn, it was powerful. It was awesome. And it, you
1: know. Especially considering how good the Cowboys were playing.
0: Yes. um, Again, the victory, we can't understate it because who and what the Cowboys were at the time leading up The body of work was so impressive. Probably the best body of work of any team up to that point, uh, because especially with the Cooper Rush win, it showed you how complete outside the quarterback position they were. So uh, the Broncos didn't just get a win against a good team or a playoff contending team. Like Kevin Burkhart said, it might have been the best win any team had over any team um, throughout the entirety of the season, which was awesome, which was powerful. So, um we had thought, Jake, and rightfully so, that we had seen the Broncos' best stuff. Right, they're like what the, their best that they were capable of came in those first three weeks, and we thought that that's about as good as it would get with the current roster, the current offensive coordinator with Vic Fangio. And do you know what? Rightfully so. I mean, no one's got egg on their face right now the Broncos just went out and did something showed the whole football kind of planet that they had another gear. They're capable of more. This wasn't their best up. They're still figuring it out. Um, and maybe just, maybe this might be a second half football team again. It's like, whoa, 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 slow down guys. It's one win. Well, it is one win, but it's one win that brought you to five and four. It's one win that was marquee and a statement win at the middle point right on the dot of the season at like the fork in the road. You go two different directions. You go down that easy street and it kind of unravels or you continue to go uphill uphill. OK, to then at some point when you push that rock So far up the hill, you've been grinding and grinding and grinding. I mean, every mountain's got a top, man. You know, it's got to come down on the other side eventually. So some teams, that rock, they can't push that rock up the hill. That rock ends up falling back on them and crushing them and squishing them. Okay? Um, Some teams continue to grind. Don't quit. It's not perfect, but they're still fighting. Um, The Broncos have seemingly continue to do that. And do you know what? You can see that in the second half of the Browns, the second half of the Steelers,
1: the fourth quarter in the Raiders game,
0: the, uh, the Ra- fourth quarter, of the Raiders game, some of the hang around in the Ravens game. Listen, they haven't just rolled over and got their asses kicked other than the Raiders game. But I think that was, um, I don't know, man, that was your worst day. That was their worst day. Um, and it happens to to all of to every team to all of them. There's not a team that doesn't go through it. Is six points for the Bills a bad day against a shit team like the Jaguars? That's a bad day. That's a bad day. Okay, so um, it, it's never perfect. It's not gonna be. Who again? The, maybe the the Tampa Bay. Who'd they take a loss to? The Saints? Yeah, they took a loss to Jameis Winston, uh, handled them. Trevor Simeon in the second half. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Trev in the second half. um, It's never going to be perfect. That's about as good as it gets. They're about as perfect uh, uh, of outfit as it's going to get. And do you know what? They are about perfect. They got a great roster. It's veteran laden. It's not veteran pushovers like veteran washed guys. It's guys who the right fits. It's Tom Brady and it's Bruce Arians, who Bruce Arians is probably one of the most underrated quarter um, head coaches in the history of the league. Um, so... It leaves us here. It takes us here. You know, we make excuses. Am I trying to pad the stats? Am I trying to make what they've done look better? Am I trying to feel better myself about who and what the Broncos are? I mean, yeah, sure. Why not? Because they're here with a chance to go six and four. If they lose the game and they're four and five, uh, the Eagles say we're coming off a big win. We're thinking, oh, man, Jalen Hurts going to go throw two and run two. This is going to be a nightmare. Um And that's not what the circumstances are. Philly's um, season is going up in kind of smoke here. Um, They're now maybe at the point where guys are going to be playing for themselves, trying to figure stuff out. I got to get mine. Um, When it's, you know, once you get down certain point, so many games under 500, it ain't about the team anymore. Um, It's about staying healthy, getting my contract, uh, being appreciated, getting those numbers, making business decisions on tackles, all that kind of stuff. I'd like to believe that the Eagles are there and that the Broncos now with really something to play for, fight for, live for um will be a big difference maker um in the t- totally the difference of the the desire the desire and what we call that sense of urgency right to win when a team doesn't have it it's like you're lifeless you're freaking lifeless Teams that roll out there With nothing to play for Nothing to fight for You know NBA teams Are got You know Lottery teams Late in the season NFL teams That are 5-6 Game under 500 it's, uh, a, it's bad for your brand For sure Baseball teams The Rockies You know Down 18-17-16 uh, Games under 500 You can feel it You can feel the buzz And electricity Of the Dodgers Of the Cardinals Of the Braves Of teams that have Something to, to play for And to kind of Compete for And fight for You could feel The little bit of a buzz that the Bengals have right now, even though they've come back down to earth. This is the best stuff they've had in, in, in years and years and years. So um, I'm trying to create and generate that buzz around the Broncos because I'm not so sure it's there or not. I'm not so sure that it's there as the 11th seed in the AFC right now. There are still
1: a lot of skeptical fans, and rightfully so. I mean, it's been a roller coaster of a season, and there's not a lot of fans who have bought in yet. But at 6-4... and four, that buy-in starts to happen again. That buy-in we were talking about at the beginning of the season when they were three and zero, everybody was bought in. Yeah, and maybe the the Broncos, you know, here's played some, everybody as a fool. But here, but now the the buy-in is coming back. Here's some more
0: perspective on six and four. Okay, we're not six and four yet, but I think we have a feeling they're going to be. And of course, we hope they will be. Okay, six and four, right? We're six and four. Yeah. Seven and three is damn freaking good and just about would be the best record in the NFL. Okay? Yeah. 7-3. and three. The Broncos, man, it could have all went right. The starts could have aligned. They could have won a couple close ones. They could have had Mc, uh, McManus go for, you know, uh, 68. 68 yards and a walk-off. The Broncos, there ain't no way— no situation, no circumstances where they were ever gonna be seven and three. They're no seven and three team. No. This ain't no seven and three outfit. This is no seven and three coach overachieving coaching staff. This ain't no seven and three special teams game breaker, mush moving the field. If anything, their special teams might have cost them a couple games this season. So six and four, six and four, again, all things considered, Jake. Hey. I mean, if we're grading it, you'd have to almost grade it at A minus. You know, a B grade might be shortchanging them on the basis of seven and three. I mean, if they ain't six and four, what's better than six and four? Seven and three, Jake. Seven and three. The Broncos are, are not a seven and three team. No. The Bills are five and three. You know, the, there's um, only the Cardinals are, are, are one loss in Tampa Bay, right, are one loss outfits. I and believe they, so, yeah. And the NFC is a lot different than the AFC, the way it's shaping up and shaping out right now. So um, I just think that that is something to think about. When they move to 6-4 and four, and we're thinking, damn, Broncos, for anyone who's like, what could more of they have given me? Well, fuck, you tell me, what more could they have given you? The Browns victory, that's the one. You're right. That's and just do you know what? Uh, listen. You're right, Jake, because that was a winnable game against Case Keenan that they didn't do enough. Um, I mean, the Browns, they didn't do enough to win the game. The Broncos just gave the game away, didn't want to win the game themselves, couldn't do anything. So um, Javante was so good. I like to think the Browns were the low point. Maybe the Raiders, a game at some point, were the low point. And the realization of like, okay, well, we can't do it with Teddy throwing the ball 38 times. We can stay in games and even win games running the ball 38 times, which they did this last week. I think 38 on the dot. So let's call this the halfway point of the Broncos Blitz podcast. I want to talk about our partners in this podcast, DraftKings. We love DraftKings. And they got an awesome offer for you guys right now. It's changed since last week. You might think it's a better offer. Um, But for one, if you're getting involved and you're new – kind of to the game or, you know, you used to have a guy you used to bet with, but you know, you know, it's like, that's like ancient history. That's dinosaurs when it comes to, you know, a guy, a bookie, is that such a thing anymore? When you got DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, like again, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. I mean, who would you rather bet the, the NFL with? Some guy you know, or an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Pretty easy decision for me because new customers who bet just $1 on either team to score in the game they bet win $100 in free bets. You're thinking, what? Let me hear that again. What are the bylaws again? The, you bet on a game. If a team scores, you win $100 in free bets, and you bet $1 to do it. That's it. That is totally it. DraftKings Sportsbook customers. Um can get in on these same game parlays as well um, with their hundred uh, with their hundred dollars in free bets. Uh, combine multiple bets in one game uh, for a larger payout. The more legs in the you know the more legs you add the more money you can win it's pretty simple actually it's very simple safe secure and reliable best of all you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now use promo code MHS bet one dollar on either team to score and you win a hundred dollars in free bets if they score you score with promo code MHS this week at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the the NFL Uh, must be 21 or older Colorado only new customers only restrictions apply see draftkings.com/sportsbook for details gambling problem call one 800
1: 4700 okay let's take a look at these eagles okay um, so how did they get to this 3 and 6 Yeah. Uh, first season, first game of the season uh, against the falcons battle of the birds 32 to 6 yeah they fooled everybody there <laughs> everybody well especially me cuz you know i love jalen hurts um, yeah. they they dominated the falcons they, they did. We a Falcons team. That's about a five hundred team. Right? Not a bad team.
0: Probably a little bit of a you know a overachiever this season or underrated. You could call them.
1: Yeah. So this offense can put up points. You know, thirty two against the Falcons, uh, twenty one against the Cowboys, mm-hmm. thirty against the Chiefs, twenty one against the Panthers, and twenty two against the Bucks, uh, twenty two against the Raiders, forty four points against the Lions, and twenty four against the Chargers. Um, but. They didn't win all those games. You know, they lost to the 49ers, 17 to 11. Cowboys, they got slaughtered, uh, 41 to 21. And the Broncos just took care of business. But that was when the Cowboys were at their best. uh, Yeah, I was
0: just going to say that. That was when they were fighting for something. Um, Their early season success is when they had a dog in the fight a little bit. Again, um, hammer time over the Lions, that's what they're capable of. Right. Okay. And then a close loss to the Chargers. I kind of think, Jake, a char- Chargers team that's closer to their equal than we want to think. I don't think the Chargers mm-hmm. are as good as advertised. I think they got, they got some punch. They got some star power. Uh, they're flashy. They got a stud young quarterback. I do believe all that to be true. But also, um, I don't think that the Chargers are that much superior to the Eagles and vice versa. That goes into the Eagles, me saying the Eagles are maybe a little bit better than advertised, but also the Chargers who we have after the bye, two weeks after um, this weekend's Eagles game, um, might not be as good as um, advertised as well. Right, right. So, uh, like you said, uh, I'm going backwards, okay? I'm going backwards from the Eagles lost by three last week, two weeks before that. They hammered the Lions. They lose by 11 to the Raiders the week before. Um, Lose a close one. Actually, the the Buccaneers game, they lost 28 to 22. They came back to score some late points. That game was never really that close. Yeah. If you remember, the Buccaneers ran out big and then kind of took their foot off the gas a little bit. Some garbage time. Yeah, so um, I'll say this. Uh, Well, they lost by 20 to the Cowboys. They lost by 12 to the Eagles. You know, they know how to lose games, and they can lose games by double digits. But also, they're potent. They got some firepower. Um, I'm hoping they got a nothing to lose. They don't have a nothing to lose mentality. And come in here, and Jalen Hurst realizes, I got to do my thing and get mine, because if not, I'm going to be replaced. Right, they're gonna, right. you know, they'll be drafting the quarterback very high. We got Gardner Minshew, and I'll be could become Jacoby Brissett, you know, type of stuff.
1: Yeah, so this is this is definitely gut check time for the Eagles and for Jalen Hurts. Right now, he's right around two thousand yards passing, uh, just under five hundred yards rushing. He leads the team in rushing. Damn, um, I mean, he's on pace for thousand yards rushing almost. Yeah, uh, he's eleven touchdowns to four picks, um, but he has been sacked. 15 times so that offensive lineup in philly has not been protecting him uh very well and with jonathan cooper emerging potentially as the broncos next great pass rusher Mm -hmm. i know that's a little soon but he's got two sacks already uh in that last game against dallas and malik Reed's nothing to sneeze at either uh so they might be uh they might be sacking jalen hurts a couple times um,
0: I don't wish the Eagles would have won last week necessarily because then it came in off back-to-back wins looking for a third win against the Broncos and to get their season back on track. Um, I might have liked that they beat the Lions and beat them up a couple weeks ago. Uh, came and got a tough loss here against the Chargers. And now maybe this is the game where they really can't break past 20. Or actually, there's three games in a row here before that where they had scored 22 against the Raiders, 22 against the Buccaneers, 21 against the Panthers. Um, We keep them right around there, then the Broncos win this game. Yeah. Um, If we're talking about shootout, high-flying, With everything that Jalen Hurts can do, a higher scoring game, I think, leans towards a loss for the Broncos. Probably. Because, let's see here, I've seen the Eagles here um, score 32 against the Falcons, uh, 30 against the Chiefs, uh, 44 against the Lions, 24 against the Chargers. So they can go get 30, and they can go get 27 if they need to. And I think they will need to. I don't think they'll be able to do it. I'm hoping the defense keeps them under 21 yeah I think that's the magic number Broncos win 24 26 to 21 something like that I want the Broncos to get to 27 or 30 I want them those offensive numbers to come back a little bit and I want to feel them being able to score points when need be I don't care if it's freaking garbage time I don't care if it's first uh, mm-hmm. drive touchdowns which I do care about actually I just need the Broncos to score some points move the, move the ball and prove that um, they can do that because then it's when people re- re- will respect them you know um, chewing opponents up and trying to Spit him out, and just staying close games, grinding. Um, that's not really a recipe for success, and that's not the football that we want here. You know, it's not the kind of Broncos football that we, we
1: want and that we're, we're used to. So, um, I think the Broncos defense plays well. I think Jalen Hurts is going to be a little bit uh, shaken up by this uh, crowd here in Denver. Um, you think that it was embarrassing for the Cowboys, (laughs) you know, try coming into Denver and playing with that noise. Um, and especially with Jalen Hurts being a young quarterback, um, this only being his second year, uh, I think he's going to be a little bit rattled by the, by the crowd and the pass rush and Vic Fangio's schemes. I see a few turnovers for this Broncos squad.
0: Uh, I think I'm good. I think we're done here. I think that has been a, a good podcast. I like the perspective we put on in the first half and then our little kind of look at the Eagles from the outside. That's a little bit of an outsider's um, perspective. We'll look a little bit inside, too. We'll talk about tomorrow, Patrick Sertan's knee sprain, how long that's going to be and you know how many injuries. is too many injuries before. You can't really go out there and you know go toe-to-toe, mano-a-mano with real talented teams. So, uh, Jake, good job. Um, subscribe to the podcast. Listen to the podcast anywhere on Planet Earth Podcast. Go down. Um, MileHighSports.com. Listen to the radio show at MileHighSports.com. Watch it at MileHighSports.com. MileHighSports app. 98.1 FM if you're here in town. Uh, good job, Jake. Uh, we appreciate you guys and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night.